Previously on the Thursday Night Club. I start getting into the Christmas spirit right around Labor Day, and I think that's still way too late. I'm convinced that I can figure out a way to keep the Christmas feeling all year long. I think a lot of this comes from how my family always looked at Christmas in two ways. As something we did for each other, and as something we did for our community. This year, though, the club decided that they would work on their own projects to share the Christmas spirit by giving a helping hand to others. Of course, this being the Thursday Night Club, they had to make a contest out of it. <laughs> all right, all right. Is anyone going to update the group on their progress? No. no. Wow, the competition's getting cutthroat around here. What are you seeing Rhonda about? I'm from the hospital. We're trying to expand our registry of bone marrow donors. Well, I guess you have a bit of a PR problem, though, huh? Because of the big needles and the recovery time? The big needles especially. Actually, uh, I'm soliciting donations for a fundraiser I recently started. It's called uh, Hand Up, Writing for Higher Education. Listen, you're doing a great thing. Changing some high school kid's life like that? Drama Initiative and Jale and Warren Trepp present The Thursday Night Club, an audio drama based on the book by Stephen Manchester. What's the first thing you think about when you think of Christmas? Presents? Cookies? Family? The Grinch! <laughs> you know the first thing I think about? Helping other people. I know, yes, I know, I'm weird. I completely own up to that. But I have had the best Christmases trying to make things just a little better for others. This has been a Cabral family tradition for longer than I've been alive. It started in my father's family. They never had much money while he was growing up. But then one year, my grandmother got injured when a display of spaghetti sauce fell on her. <laughs> I, it sounds funnier now than I'm sure it seemed at the time. And the supermarket gave her a big cash settlement. This happened in the late fall, and my father, who was around, he was around 10 at the time, he was expecting to find a lot more under the tree that year. His parents did buy a ton of presents, but they weren't for dad and my aunts. They were for the local homeless shelter. On Christmas Eve, they went over to the shelter and gave out the wrapped gifts. Dad went into the whole thing reluctantly. He was really hoping he was gonna get an Atari 5200. But he said as soon as he saw the little kids at the shelter opening their presents with glee, he got a feeling he'd never had before. After that, even though Grandma steered clear of the spaghetti sauce, so there were no more big payouts, the family would sit down together every year to talk about what they were going to do for the community that Christmas. Dad loved this tradition so much that he kept it going after Mom and he married and after my brother Brian and I were born. 
One of my earliest memories, I couldn't have been more than five at the time, was of singing Christmas carols and then serving a dinner we'd made at a nearby veterans hospital. Oh, my all-time favorite was something dad termed Puppy Palooza. We partnered with a rescue shelter to connect 50 dogs with low-income kids, and then we got a pet supply store to give each family a year's worth of food and toys, and then a local pet hospital to offer their services for free. Brian and I spent most of November decorating dog collars, and we got to play with the puppies while we were making our deliveries. It was off the charts great. Christmas without a service project would be like Christmas without a Christmas tree for me. The idea is definitely to help other people and make their holidays special, but I have to admit that I've always gotten at least as much out of it as I've given. For one thing, it's an amazing family bonding experience when you have a big project to do together every fall. I mean, my brother could be unbelievably annoying at times. But it's awfully hard to stay mad at him when he's doing a fashion show of coats from a coat drive. And I definitely had times when I thought my parents were clueless, just as every kid does in their teens. But those times went away pretty quickly when I would hear my father talk passionately about something like the Wounded Warrior Project, or my mother trying to explain to us how important it was to help recovering drug addicts assimilate into society. It's also just plain emotionally rewarding. It feels good to do good. And that feeling is something I never want to be without. The family missions got a little harder to maintain once I went to college, and they've been especially hard this year. But there are rumors that my aunt has something extra special planned and that she's gonna reveal it on Christmas morning. I can't wait to find out all about it, even though I'm sure it'll get me all choked up as these things often do. And then there are the projects that the Thursday Night Club have been working on. I'm still finding it hard to believe that they've all agreed to it this time because they've been resisting my suggestions that they do so since freshman year. Who knows though? Maybe each of them is starting a tradition that their kids will talk about decades from now. Hey, Kevin, what's up with this bike-a-thon I've been hearing about? It's all over campus. Yeah, I saw it in the school newspaper, though they only provided a cell number and no contact name. Well, the word is you're the guy. You are, right? Guilty as charged. I asked the newspaper reporter to keep my name out of the piece. I'd like to remain as anonymous as possible. Why the hell would you do that? <laughs> yeah. I need to do it for strategic reasons. Um, okay. <laughs> so what's this ride all about? I'm starting a scholarship fund, and I need to raise some serious money to make it happen. Oh, oh that's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. So in a few weeks, I'll be heading out from here, taking off for Boston, and from there, I'll make a beeline to Provincetown at the tip of the Cape. Altogether, it'll be a four-day trek, right around 160 miles round trip. Ooh, you could do Boston to Provincetown and back in four days? Well, that's the plan, anyway. I'll be camping out at night and then riding hard, 40 miles each day. Ooh, sounds like you really be pushing yourself. I hope you've been training for it. Yeah, my whole life. That's pretty much what we thought it was going to be, right? Yeah. And we really want to do this? What the hell? Okay, where do we sign up? Uh, let me find my donation sheet. No, we want to actually ride with you, not just make a donation. 
wow. <laughs> and they said it couldn't be done. Gee, thanks. So uh, how do we make that happen? Consider yourself on the team, but you'll need to raise some money in order to ride. Well, yeah, we figured that. How much are we talking about? Uh, I'm thinking maybe 250 each. Oh, that's yeah. totally doable. I thought it would be more. Do you have a pledge form we can use? or? I, I only have this one. You mind making copies? Nah, not at all. Oh, and the guys from the lacrosse team are interested in riding too. They said they can incorporate it into their training. You might want to catch them before they sober up and change their minds though. <laughs> wow, that, that's awesome. Yeah. Looks like there's no turning back now. And your goal is to get someone a full ride to the school? Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. Tuition, fees, right. room and board, the, the whole thing. At least as close to it as I, uh, we can get. Yeah. So how's it going so far? It's gonna be a nail biter. Uh, we have a lot of pledges, but most are from students, people who don't have a lot of disposable income. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I can count on every single one of those pledges coming through. Mm -hmm. Might not be able to count on any of them coming through. You know? uh, what about the faculty? Have they been supportive? Uh, some, some have been great. Good. Others have been surprisingly quick getting from their classrooms to their cars. You <laughs> yeah, know? I can probably name a few of those. Well, hopefully you'll land some local business support. Mm. That's the next item on the agenda. I have some meetings set up over the next week. Oh, that's good. That's where the real money is, especially if this is going to be an annual scholarship. Yes, it is going to be an annual scholarship, right? Um... To be honest, I haven't gotten that far in my thinking. It, it could be, I guess? Oh yeah, you're gonna wanna pitch it that way. You have a much better chance of corporate funding or local business support if this isn't a one-shot deal. Then it's definitely an annual gig. Okay. All right, now you're talking. We'll do what we can to recruit other writers for you. This is a great cause. Exactly, and who doesn't love beating up their bodies for four grueling days? <laughs> oh, well, you're gonna wanna keep that part out of your sales pitch, right? <laughs> hey look, I, I can't thank you guys enough. This, this means a lot. And I'm really psyched to have some company on this ride. I'm guessing that before this is over, you might have more company than you'll want. <laughs> Not likely, but I'll be having a formal meeting in the student union a week before we head out for Boston. Mm. Keep you guys in the loop as plans develop. Yeah. Sounds good, Kev. I'm going to take my bike out for an extended ride this afternoon. I think I need to work on my endurance. How's the volunteer work going so far, Ava? It's going fine, I guess. You guess? That doesn't sound very promising. What's the matter? Nothing really. I'm just a little frustrated, that's all. Frustrated? Don't tell me you're still having your sights set on shaking up the front office. No, no, nothing like that. It's just, I wasn't expecting that most of the residents would prefer to pass their time talking about weather and sports. Mm inconsequential things, rather than talking about anything that really matters. Right, right, I see. So there have been no deep conversations about life or any mysteries of the universe revealed just yet? <laughs> yeah. Unless talking about tapioca pudding and the reason it's the best dessert the kitchen serves is code for something, or maybe the different tricks to avoiding uh, bed sores is a deeper meaning that I, I'm just not getting. Mm -hmm. Unless that's the case, then... No. <laughs> there have been no profound conversations to speak of. Well, those conversations might not be profound to you, but I'm guessing they've brightened up the days of the people you've been having them with. This was about helping others, right? Not about getting anything out of this yourself? Yes. Of course. Sorry. I did not mean to sound like I was complaining. Have you met our elder stateswoman, Mrs. Lacombe, yet? 
I haven't, oh, no. Let's go for a little walk and check in on her. She can't tell you what she had for breakfast, but just ask her anything about her life and see what happens. Hmm, I'm intrigued. Make sure you have some time to spend with her before you ask, though. She can really talk. That's why I'm going with you now. I know you have to leave soon, and you're going to need me to pull you out. Hello, Mrs. Lacombe. Hello. I have someone here I'd like you to meet. Hi. Come on in. Come on in. I was just looking out the window. Mrs. Mm. Lacombe, this is Ava. She's our newest volunteer. It's nice to meet you, Ava. Come, come. Sit right here beside me okay. and take a look at that bright blue sky. Mm. Wow. It seems the good Lord seen fit to give us another beautiful day, hasn't he? Sure has. Ava doesn't have a lot of time today, but oh. I wanted to introduce the two of you so you could get together the next time she's in. I told Ava that you've lived quite a life. Oh, well, mm. yes, almost two of them by now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was born in Fall River, Massachusetts on the 12th of May. That's right. And mm. Fall River was the place to be when the textile industry was in its heyday, you know. Mm, Fall River. Isn't that where Lizzie Borden took an axe? Oh, and gave her father 40 whack. <laughs> when she'd seen what she had done, she, she gave, gave her, her mother, mother 41. 41. Very good. <laughs> so do you think the axe was hers? I, I suppose it could have been. Believe me, women worked just as hard as men did back oh. in those days. Oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my gosh. What's funny, dear? That... Lizzie Borden may have done it because women work just as hard as men back in those days. Am I supposed to be at work right now? Is that why you're here to fetch me for my no. job at the laundry? Um, no, that's not why Ava's here, Mrs. Lacombe. Have you taken your pills today? Well, I'm not sure what day is it. Uh, it's Tuesday. And and I mm -hmm. I need to take my pills on Tuesday? Yes, you do. Yeah, yes. You need to take them mm -hmm. every day. Oh, every day. Okay. Yeah. I'll go get the pills for you. Have you noticed what a lovely day it is outside? I did. It seems the good Lord seen fit to give us another beautiful day, hasn't he? Sure has. Here are your pills, Mrs. Lacombe. Thank Ava you. needs to get going now, so I'm, I'm going to walk her out. Are All you going right. to be okay for now? Sure. Oh, sure. I'll be just fine. All right. It was nice meeting you, Mrs. Lacombe. You too, dear. And tell the foreman I'll be along in a bit. I just need to get dressed for work. Oh, all right. <laughs> she shouldn't have missed any of her pills, but it happens. She's definitely sharper when she's on her meds. <sighs> there were little glimmers there. Oh, spend some time with her when you're back from Thanksgiving break. You'll get more than glimmers. How familiar are you with this procedure, Izzy? Well, I've Googled a bunch of stuff, but I don't think I could play the role on television. I'm sorry? I'm an actress. Ah, have I seen you in anything? Only if you've been stalking the college campus. Or you showed up for my award-winning role as roommate number two in my high school's production of Legally Blonde. It might be best if I walk you through the procedure. That would be great. You know, I didn't expect this to happen so quickly. In this particular case, we have no choice. Did anyone mention that the recipient is four years old? Four? No. I just got a call saying I was the best match and telling me all about the potential risks and side effects. 
It was like listening to one of those pharmaceutical ads. I wasn't terrified at all by that. The lawyers make us do that stuff. Well, you know, if there was even the tiniest chance that one of my limbs was going to spontaneously fall off, I guess I would want some advance warning about that. I don't think that's one of the side effects. I know. Sorry if I sound a little manic. I'm pretty nervous about this. Understood. But let me tell you something, Izzy. Donating marrow is a life-saving gift. You deserve an enormous amount of credit for doing what you're doing. Thanks. I mean, I have the stuff. I might as well use it. Sorry, I'm going to stop saying stupid things now. Hey, I'd be nervous if I were you too. Does that mean I should be nervous? All right, let me put that a different way. It's completely understandable that you're nervous, even though we've conducted this procedure hundreds of times. Okay, let me have it. When you come in, we'll hook you up to an IV and then put you under anesthesia. Because of this, the procedure itself will be completely painless. I like the sound of that. And once you're asleep, the doctor will use a needle to withdraw liquid marrow from the back of your pelvic bone. That doesn't sound as good. Remember, all of this is happening while you're out. Right. Okay. And that's really it as far as the procedure itself is concerned. The marrow we take out will completely replace itself within four to six weeks. Recovery times vary, but you should be able to get back to school within a few days. Wow, so within a few days it'll be like it never happened? Not exactly. You can expect to have some soreness in your lower back for a while. Most marrow donors report that they feel completely recovered within three weeks. Oh. Three weeks is definitely longer than a few days. It might not be that long. But it would be good for you to be prepared. I understand. So, you'll let me know when you're ready to schedule this? I was hoping we could do it tomorrow. Tomorrow? This little boy has been waiting for a while. That's why we got back to you so quickly. You could not have possibly decided to become a donor at a better time. Tomorrow. If at all possible. I know it's almost Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. of course it's possible. Yeah, of course. Um, I guess I better finish that paper tonight, huh? Probably a good idea. You're not going to feel like working tomorrow. But you're pretty sure that one of my limbs isn't going to fall off spontaneously. Think of you as I go. So when I leave, you're not alone. And no matter where we are, we will never be that far. Cause I will think of you as I go. I think of you. I think of you as I dream. As I dream. So when it's dark, so when it's dark, you'll be with me. You'll be with me. And no matter where we are, we can look up to the stars, and I will think, think of, of you. I dream. Oh, it's a long and winding long road, and winding but you don't have to walk alone, have to walk cause alone. no matter where we are, I will keep you in my heart, and I will think, think of, of you as I go, I think of you, I think of you, when I'm down, when I'm down, when my heart, my heart is on the ground, is on the ground.
Hey, Ava, what are you doing out here jogging in the dark? Ashley, what are you doing jogging at all? You don't jog? Randy, I am happy to see you. I was just coming back from the... Yeah? Okay, I can't tell you that. No, please don't tell me you've been cheating on me, Ava! <laughs> I can't tell you where I was because, well, it's related to the contest. Ah, yes, the contest. Is it okay if we keep walking? Yeah, sure. You seem a little weirded out. What's wrong? It's nothing. Just walk me home. Okay, well, it's obviously not nothing. You'll get me more wired than usual. What's going on? It's probably nothing. It's just that, well, when I was coming back from... <sighs> anyway... As I passed the basketball courts, I thought I felt someone walking behind me. When I looked back, I saw some guy not so far away, and I got this sick feeling that I was being followed. But I don't think he's been behind wait, me wait, since. Wait, 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 what? Some guy's been following you? What does he look like? Can we keep walking, please? Yeah, yeah, we can keep walking, but I'd love for this creep to join us so he and I can have a little chat. Please, Randy, don't go into vigilante mode on me. I just want to get back to my place. I told you, I don't think he's behind me anymore. What was he wearing? How should I know? When I felt him, I picked up the pace. It wasn't long before I started running. I didn't stop to take inventory of his wardrobe. Well, we should head back to the basketball courts and see if the creep wants to play me one-on-one. You know what? I think I'm just going to go home on my own. No, no, you won't. Then let's go. All right, fine, but that dude is awfully lucky that I didn't see him. Oh, my superhero. <sighs> Hey, I'm sorry, you were about to say where you were coming from, and I interrupted <gasps> you. I wasn't, but nice try. Yeah. I mean, you probably have, like, six good deeds you're working on, right? Ugh, six would be overkill, Randy. I figure I only need four to win the contest. No, not if you were only competing with me. If you were, you might be able to win with, like, zero. Oh, <laughs> still nothing. No, I have, like, not a single idea. Stop stressing so much, you will figure out exactly what you should do. Oh, stop stressing. Thank you. Thank you. Very, very good advice coming from the stress queen. Come on, you don't think there's any chance you can help me out? Just give me, like, a few no, good little kernels no, of information. No, sorry, no, no. Can't do. Come on, I just offered to demolish some guy for you, and this is what I get. If your life were in jeopardy, I'd be there in a heartbeat, babe. This, however, is a competition. Ooh, and I thought I was the tough one. Thanks for walking me back, Randy. I really do appreciate it. No worries, even though I'm not sure you truly appreciate it. I'm not going to give you an idea for the contest. However, I do have a cinnamon roll inside that's all yours, if you want it. Tempting? But no, I should head out. I suddenly have this strong urge to shoot some hoops. Oh. Yeah. Do not go back there. Like I said, maybe it was just my imagination. Yeah, and Ava, what if it wasn't? What if that dude really is a creep and he's stalking some other girl right now? Then we should call the campus police. Are you serious? The campus police? Maybe we should call for pizza delivery instead. They'd get to the basketball courts faster. Town boy. You know what, Randy? You might be the most complicated person I have ever met. One minute you're a slacker, then the next you're the Terminator? We're talking the good Terminator, right? T2 Arnold? You are missing the point, but... Yes, T2 Arnold. Oh, okay, cool. That's good. All right, I gotta run. I'm DJing another frat party tonight. Hasta la vista, baby! Hey, it's Jesse. I'll get to you as soon as I can. Leave a message. Hey! 
Jess just finished a great set at Sigma Alpha Epsilon. I think it's official. I'm the most desirable frat party DJ on campus. My mother is going to be so proud of me. <laughs> and hey, the job offers. I mean, I've been beating them off with a stick. Well, sort of. It's more like I've been waving the stick in the air, hoping that some media company, like any media company, really will notice me. But, but I did kill it tonight. Yeah, this would be a great hobby if I hadn't staked my entire future on it. Look, I need to be honest with you for a second. Jess, you know this whole contest thing? I'm getting pretty freaked out about it. I mean... When I get that the object isn't really to win the contest, but to do something good for other people, it's that whole journey destination thing that I've never really completely understood, but... From what I can figure out, Kevin, Ava, and Izzy, they all have their things planned out and going strong. Meanwhile, I'm not quite as far along as they are. And by not quite as far along as they are, I mean that I've basically accomplished less than I had before we decided we were going to do this contest. I have had a grand total of zero good ideas, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if I'd had a few bad ideas. You know, you, you get the bad ideas out of the way and then that boosts the odds if you were having a good one, but no, <laughs> no bad ideas either. <laughs> this reminds me of that time when we had to pick a charity for the dance marathon and you thought, you guys all had, you guys all knew who you were going to raise money for, like right away. I would argue that Ava's raising money for junior achievement was a little too on the nose, but, but the point is, is that she and the rest of you came up with something instantly. Do you remember what I wound up choosing the day before the deadline? Yeah, United Way. It's a great charity, but is there any way I could have been more generic? Maybe I just suck at thinking about other people. Maybe people are right when they say I think only about myself. I mean, I don't see it that way, but how else do you explain that it's nearly Thanksgiving and I still don't even have a thought about what I'm going to do for the contest? That's just sad. I know, I know, I've been... I've been boasting that the perfect project is just going to come knocking down my door, that the others thought that... The others thought this meant that I was just blowing the whole thing off. But I'm, I'm really not. Jess, I promise you, I did think that if I just opened myself up to it, you know, looked around and thought, how about that? Or how about that? That at some point I would go, yeah, that. Why? Why isn't that happening? Maybe it doesn't happen to people like me. Hey, but I'm the most desirable DJ on campus, so who needs a soul? I'm sorry Duh, for leaving this whole long rambling message. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to let you know what was going on because I have a feeling I'm going to be coming up pretty short on Christmas Eve and I don't want you to think that this doesn't matter to me or I don't know that you don't matter to me. It does. And you, Jess, you absolutely do. And, by all indications, you've managed to turn three out of the four of us into better citizens, so kudos for that. Ugh, 
Alright, I'm gonna hang up now. Being this empty inside is hard work. I'm just exhausted. If you're enjoying this show, please subscribe to The Thursday Night Club on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download podcasts. And while you're there, be sure to share it with your family and friends. The Thursday Night Club stars Kurt Hugo Schneider as Kevin, Madeline Bailey as Ava, Ashley De La Rosa as Izzy, Noah Galvin as Randy, and Ariel Jacobs as Jesse. The Thursday Night Club was written by Lou Aronica and Stephen Manchester, based on the book by Stephen Manchester. It was directed by Mitchell Maxwell. Our sound designer and mixer was Dave Hart. For a complete list of show credits, visit our website at audiodramastudio.com. The Thursday Night Club is a production of the Audio Drama Initiative, copyright 2019. Hey, it's Lou with the Audio Drama Initiative. We hope you're loving the Thursday Night Club. And if you are, you might want to check out the original story on which it's based. You can find it in a book called The Thursday Night Club and Other Stories of Christmas Spirit, and you can get it wherever books are sold. In there, you'll not only find the original story by Stephen Manchester, but also two more of Steve's stories that will keep the Christmas spirit alive for you much, much longer. Get it now in paperback or ebook wherever you buy books.